0: 11 minutes past 7 what a great song it's the choice of the jsb crew billie eilish ay ay yeah. she might be 10 years old now she's not really but and uh, the track everything i wanted absolutely amazing nevertheless it's your choice now and you can choose any song that's gonna make you feel good today, the song that's gonna say, Whoa, big fat, juicy Saturday morning, JSB crew loving you all. You can SMS us on 41391, WhatsApp us on 0614104107. You can also follow us on Twitter at SAFM Radio, hashtag SAFM j s b or at mish constant 12 minutes past seven and we have such a fascinating story so the gray whale and uh, maybe go online and look up a gray whale they're those huge whales and they're often covered in um literally um they're covered in in lichen not lichen but sort of uh, well we'll talk to the guy about it but they they these extraordinary whales And the first one has now been spotted south of the equator, which is something quite extraordinary because they've been extinct in the Atlantic since the 18th century. On the line is Dr. Simon Ulwin, he's the founding director of the Sea Search Research and Conservation. uh, so, and honorary associate with the Department of Botany and Zoology at Stellenbosch University. Now, he's from Stellenbosch University, but barnacles, someone just WhatsApped us. Thank you so much. Barnacles, those gray whales are covered in barnacles. Nevertheless, Dr. Simon Owen might be from Stellenbosch, but actually right now he's in Walthus Bay, and I have no doubt he's out at sea with his binoculars as we speak. Dr. Owen, thanks so much for joining us.
1: Morning, Michelle. Thanks for having me.
0: Geez, I got—I I had a little blank. I was thinking of lichen, and I couldn't remember what they called the barnacles. <laughs> it,
1: it does look like lichen on grey whales. They have these little pale patches, but that's actually just a color, color variation. But they do indeed have um, barnacles on them and often uh, whale lice, which is what we see on southern right whales.
0: Oh, wow. They have kind whale of, lice. I kind
1: of like the sea spiders. They're a bit like a little crab. Um, the little tiny things that, that sit on the, the knobs on a right whale's head, on the callosities. Yeah. But uh, grey whales don't have that. They're very distinctive looking. They're a little bit smaller than a right whale. Yeah. But, uh, so, uh, you have quite unusual animals and not normally seen here.
0: So, Not normally seen here. So let's talk about this. This is apparently the first time a grey whale has been spotted south of the equator in many, 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 if ever,
1: uh yes it's ever that it's been reported it it was a few years ago now so it was was actually seen here in 2013 um Uh and it hung around for about a few months and we managed to get a skin sample at the time and then oh one thing led to another and it just kind of got shelved um and it's quite expensive to do the analyses we did yeah and uh luckily our colleague who we're working with on a different project russ hosel uh was keen to to look at it because he'd had a a few other sort of irons in the gray whale fire so to speak yeah um and and they're are quite a their presence in the Atlantic's really not well understood the The general paradigm is that they used to exist in the North Atlantic uh, and that they were whaled out the Basque whalers or the the spanish um but actually more recent evidence suggests they there might not have been like maybe they were just regular vagrants from the North Pacific and there was never much of a population so Yeah, we we still, it's a bit of a mystery what's going on with grey whales in the Atlantic.
0: So Simon, you said it's a bit of a mystery and I suppose then it raises a couple of questions. Could this um, grey whale have regained ancient migratory routes where it's coming back down this way? A. Could it be climate disruption? B. Or could it be C? Choose yourself. Yes. (laughs)
1: Yes. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, the joy, of, the joy of science is that you know, we don't at the moment have enough evidence. So so, so we were interested in looking at, is this perhaps some kind of unique genotype that suggests its a Atlantic population has been hiding? Yeah. Although the North Atlantic is so busy and so well studied, it would be yeah. extremely unlikely that, that a population of whales could hide there for a few hundred years. Or or more likely that it came from the North Pacific, and it did indeed match genetically very closely to the North Pacific. But most interestingly, it was from the Western North Pacific population, which is tiny and critically endangered. It's only a few hundred individuals. Wow. And they live off the uh, coast of a place called Sakhalin Island, where they're exposed to a lot of um, impact from oil mining, uh, uh, what do you mean, like marine oil mining. Yeah. And so there's been a huge conservation effort um, focused around that population for well, several decades now. But uh, yeah, of course, in Russia it's a bit more challenging for many international researchers to work. So, very only a few years ago, they they satellite tagged one and they, they discovered it actually migrated all the way across the Pacific into to breeding lagoons in the uh, of Mexico, which is where the eastern population breeds. So they realised actually that although it is a definitely unique population and genetically unique, some animals do mix up. But these are essentially some of the longest migrations that. Um, where uh, any, any whale would normally take. They're going from essentially just north of Japan, around the top edge of the Pacific, down the California coast and into uh, into Mexico, um, where you might have seen pictures of people like kissing whales or yes. small boats. Those are gray whales. So apparently in the breeding lagoon's they're incredibly, uh, incredibly boat-friendly. Um, just... But this whale went, went the other way. He went north and he went over the, well, almost certainly he must have gone north.
0: Do you think he got um, lost? Over the
1: top of the world. I think at some point he must have certainly not had a clue where he was. <laughs> um, Shame, you, you know, whales, we're, we're reasonably certain whales are using migratory, uh, a magnetic sense to um, to to migrate, but they're also using other cues like um, well, geography, you know, the shape of the bay, the smell of rivers that they pass, those type of things. Um, almost certainly that's fairly common across animals. So if you're in a, in a different ocean basin and your you know, your sort of sense of due north is, is just, I guess gonna be very confused. But oh. I think what what we found fascinating is that they managed to see it all the way to Namibia. Yeah. So presume so we, we know it came from the North Pacific, um, and it almost certainly came down the Atlantic. But they're fairly coastal species. So they, they tend to stay near shore or on the continental yeah. shelf. And so- they managed to see it all the way from the North Pacific down presumably the west coast of Africa past Europe and Namibia uh, without being seen.
0: Simon, um, we do have to go to a break, but before we go there, I have a quick question for you, and maybe it's not such a quick question, is that I, I read that they used to be known as devilfish because they used to fight ferociously with the whalers um, because, of course, the whalers <laughs> or the hunting whalers were targeting the mm-hmm. calves, which meant that the mothers were defending their children or their youngsters with 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 such ferociousness that they were called devilfish.
1: Yeah, I mean that that, that, that is right. Yeah, and right whales that we have off South African coast are kind of similar. They they generally look they're very coastal, so they're very susceptible to to whaling because they yeah. can right there off the beaches. But uh, you know they're a bit like cows. You know they look all placid, but if you anger them, they turn into raging bulls. You
0: know? I, I absolutely love the fact that a whale can turn into a raging bull. It's just perfect. I
1: mean... <laughs> <laughs> you got to fight for their
0: rights. You know? uh, yeah, you've got to fight for your right to have your children and uh, the, and the like. Simon, it is such an exciting story, this, and I'm sure you guys must all be just like so – I mean, I bet you that your, your, your breakfasts and dinners are just overwhelmed with conversation at the moment because this is so strange and so different.
1: Yeah, it was really fascinating when it when it came out and uh, we actually got a few other interesting papers coming out with Russ in the next few months, so I'll, I'll let you know.
0: Please <laughs> do. We, we do look forward to it and it's such a great story. That's Dr. Simon Alwyn, who's the founding director of Sea Search Research and Conservation and also an honorary research associate, which, associate with the Department of Botany and Zoology. Uh, and it's a great story, um, a fascinating story that uh, a grey whale has been spotted south of the equator, first time ever. Um, and also, as he says, it is possible that it kind of got lost somewhere along the way. And we would love to hear more about this fella or lady that is surfing around the waves of Volf, Valfus Bay. Kind of seems appropriate that it's in Valfus Bay as well. 720, you well, are with SFM 104 to 107. Some great big fat is coming along. And let me just say Gail Baker and Kloof. I'm stunned. You actually got the short left, right? I'm not going to say what it is, but you got it right.